made on Zencaster. Now we're going to hop right back over to the episode, but we have to highlight today's sponsor. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So make sure you download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey there, and welcome back to the Money, Mindset, and Manifestation podcast. I am your host, Tidra Chanel. Now we're going to jump right into today's episode because I think it's it's a very interesting story. So as I told you guys in the last episode, the mentorship program, the CEO Attraction Academy is going to be launching August 8th. Okay. We're going to open up for enrollment here really, really soon, but it is opening up August 8th. We're going to kick it off. And I have a business partner this time around. We have developed a six month program for you all. And, um, we have been going live together, um, teaching. We have been offering live Q and A's. And so we had our very first webinar and it's where we discuss the six steps, um, that you need to take on your, on your spiritual journey. I don't know why I want to keep saying on your financial journey. Oh my God. (laughs) So we did this live and we shared, um, some things that we thought were, were pertinent to keep in mind on your spiritual journey. And we did this on, we streamed on YouTube, right? And towards the end, we also opened it up for Q&A. So when we were done, Karika, who is my business partner, she reached out to me and she said, hey, um, I have a girl here who wants to uh, talk to you about purchasing a home because you guys know I am a licensed real estate agent in Texas. And I said, sure, just give her my phone number. So um, I never knew the young lady's name or anything. I didn't ask you know, um, so it's the next day and I kind of forgot all about this person. So my phone rings, I answer the phone and she's like, hi, um, is this, uh, Chanel is what she said. Is this Chanel? And I said, well, this is Tidra. How can I help you? And she was super dry, like very, very dry personality. Right. And I said, well, this is Tidra. How can I help you? And she says, oh, well, um, what's her name? And in that moment, I was like, oh, Karika, you're, you're the person Karika, um, said that would be reaching out. And she's yet, she says, yeah, this is, and she gave her name. So we're just going to, we're going to call her for the sake of the episode, Tink Tink. Right. So she said, well, this is Tink Tink. And I said, okay. And this is just how she's talking. Right. So I said, okay. And she didn't say anything. And so I was like, well, how can I help you? Because at this point, she's annoying. <laughs> at this point, I'm like, girl, spit it out. So she says, well, um, <clears throat> and then I cut her off. I said, so you're the lady that um, was wanting to move to Texas. And she says, well, I already live here. 
I live in Katy. And I said, okay, so you're looking to buy a home? And she said, yes. And I said, well, at what phase of the process are you in? I said, have you gotten pre-approved for a mortgage? And she says, no. And I think that's very strange. Um, Because the first step, if, if you guys don't know, to um, starting the process is to get your credit analyzed. You need, we need to know if you can even afford to purchase a home or qualify to purchase a home for a loan. And so she was like, no, I haven't, I haven't done that. So I said, okay. And she says, well, have you heard of, of, um, and she pointed out a particular builder and I said, yes, I'm very familiar with them. And this builder is a semi-custom builder. Okay. Um, And so when you are dealing with those types of builders, there's a premium, right? There is definitely a premium to have homes um, built on your lot, which is pretty much what this company does. It isn't as simple as going into a subdivision where there are multiple builders and you pick a floor plan and you pick a lot and you say, okay, this is where I want to build my this house. You can't really do a lot of customizations. There are different elevations, but as far as moving walls around, you can't really do with the cookie cutter builders, right? But this builder in particular is more custom, right? They do have floor plans, but they allow you to be able to move walls around and expand rooms and add rooms and take away rooms and all of these things, right? So I know that with this particular builder is you need a coin, okay? (laughs) You definitely, definitely need a coin to work with this particular builder. So I'm trying to figure out like, I already don't like the girl just based on how she's talking, right? Her energy is so low and I could feel that. And I'm like, yeah, no, I don't, I don't like this, but I'm still asking questions. I'm still a professional. So she says, well, um, do you know if this builder, I said, yes. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, again, I know that is Cointish. And she says, well, the home that I want is 700. I can't remember the exact number, but we're going to say $750,000. And I'm like, oh, okay. Okay, cool. And I said, so do you, do you work? And she says, no. And that's, she, her communication skills just aren't there. I said, so you're an entrepreneur. And she says, yes. I said, okay, well, you're going to need, um, at least two years worth of check stubs. I'm sorry, worth of um, tax returns. Uh, You're going to need bank statements and all of the things. And she says, well, I don't have my tax returns. Um, I haven't filed my taxes. And I said, well, how long has it been? And she says, well, it's been three years. And I'm thinking to myself, you got to be kidding me. (laughs) You got to be kidding me, right? So she says that she was waiting to have this woman, right? Who this woman? Who this woman, Hoppo? I don't know. But she's waiting on this woman to fix her tax returns and to say what they needed to say. And I'm saying, wait, what? So I said, well, that sounds like fraud. And I don't have anything to do with that. I would never risk my license of 15 years to be a part of a transaction that's some bullshit. Okay. 
Um, so I go on to ask her, I said, well, how much money do you make a year? And she says, oh, well, it varies. And I'm like, well, obviously you're an entrepreneur because at this point she's annoying me. And she says, oh, well, well, about 70000 I said, well, $70,000 is not enough to afford an $800,000 mortgage. I can tell you that right now. Well, yeah, I know it needs to be around 120. I said, actually, it needs to be more than that. Okay. So she was trying to, I think what she's going to do is get people to fix some, you know, make up some tax returns for her, make up bank, bank accounts, statements, and things like that. And I said, well, you know, that used to work. But that doesn't work anymore. The underwriting process is a beast nowadays. And I said, well, what is your credit score? Oh, I don't know. I think it's around six something, right? And I can tell just by how she was speaking that she was full of shit and that she was lying. And I said, well, how are you someone who desires to purchase a home, but you don't know where your credit score lies? You haven't gotten your credit analyzed by a mortgage professional and you are trying to get somebody to finagle some paperwork thinking that that's going to fly. And I'm telling you right now, it's not going to fly. And let's say it does. Let's say this paperwork is spot on. I'm telling you right now, it's not going to work because there's not a digital footprint. Okay. And these underwriters look for digital footprints. They want to see that you've had money in and out of accounts. Um, they want to see all of the things you can't just make this shit up, right? So let's say it does work. And I said, there have been so many people trying to do what you're trying to do that end up in prison for years, all because you're trying to get into a home that you can't afford. And I'm like, so once you actually get into the home, okay, once you actually get into the home and that mortgage based on these interest rates, probably going to be very, very close to $10,000 a month. Where are you getting $10,000 a month? Because if you only make $70,000 a year, that means you're not making $10,000 a month. How is this going to work? The math ain't massive, right? So, um, she wasn't feeling me. I damn sure wasn't feeling her. So I told her, I said, well, you know, in order for me to even get out of bed, you need to have a pre-approval. Okay. And I said, this is going to require a jumbo loan, which is even more of a process to get approved for because of the amount it's over $500,000. So this is going to be a jumbo loan. Okay. And in order to be pre-approved for a jumbo loan, you have to have X amount of dollars down, which is going to be a lot of money. And you're also going to have to have really good credit to qualify for a jumbo loan. So once I really, you know, was able to feel the conversation lasted all of five minutes, I got her off the phone really, really quickly because at this point she was just annoying the hell out of me. I just couldn't even stand how she spoke. It was driving me crazy. So we got off the phone and I call, um, Karika and I said, Karika, who is this person? <laughs> she was like, what happened? So I told her what happened. And then the next day, Karika and I are on the phone again. And it was the young, it was Tink Tink. Tink Tink was calling Karika and she says, oh my God, this is Tink Tink. I'm gonna call you right back. So Karika calls me back and she says, well, I said, well, what did she say? And she says that she had spoken to you and that she doesn't think that she's going to use you because she needs someone that could, um, 
go through some loopholes, to find some loopholes to get her pre-approved for this house. And I'm like, she's nuts. And so she also said, and that's the whole point of this episode. She also told Karika, she says, well, um, I thought you guys were talking about manifestation and you guys were saying that if you want something, you have to manifest it. Okay. And while we did say that, we didn't say anything about becoming a criminal. We didn't say anything about trying to make shit happen. That is not the core of manifestation. Okay. That ain't it. So if you're trying to manifest something and you have to do all of these criminal things, these illegal things to make the manifestation come to pass, it ain't meant for you. Y'all have to remember that we live in a 3d world, right? So yes, we still have to follow the, the rules of the land. All right. And you know, we have we have work that we do in our minds, right? Via meditation, via our visualizations, via all of the techniques, right? We, we work in the woo-woo, but then we also have to keep in mind that we live in a 3D world where there are rules and regulations and laws and protocols that we have to follow in order for some things to come to pass, right? That is just the way that it is. Okay, you can't live in la la land all the time, right? You you got to kind of snap out of it and and unfortunately follow the the laws of the land. Okay? So can she tink tink <laughs> can tink tink manifest a $800,000 house? Absolutely, but not in the vibration that she is in right now. Not with the mindset that she currently has. She's going to stay broke and right where she is, wherever that is, right? With that mindset, she's not going to grow. She's not going to get anywhere. You guys, when it comes to manifestation, it's not about you trying to make things happen, okay? Because when you start to make things happen, that's when you fuck shit up. Okay. That's when you can end up in jail. That's when you manifest the complete opposite of what you're trying to do. All right. So, you know, we live in this 3d world and in order to qualify for a home, you have to do X, Y, Z. You have to have a certain credit score, certain amount of money in the bank, certain DTI, all of the things you have to have all of this paperwork in line in order to manifest owning an 800 or any, any house, right? Now, are, are there other ways that you can manifest a house? Absolutely. But we're specifically talking about buying one. And at the end of the day, you just got to qualify just like everybody else. Now, can you manifest a higher credit score quicker? Absolutely. Right. But it's not just about the credit score. You also have to have on paper documented income for two years. Okay. You have to have documented tax returns, whether you're an entrepreneur or a W-2 employee, you have to have money coming in and out of your account. You can't just open up a bank account today and say, okay, I'm gonna go run and buy a house, right? It's kind of not how it works, but you can manifest homes in different ways. I've seen people manifest 
homes that they can they can live in. I remember watching this young lady's story years ago, and she really there was this particular home that she really really loved. Okay, and I, I want to say it was by the water. Um, it was in a prime location and she really, really loved it. Right. And she manifested this home, but I'm going to tell you how she was open to living in this home. However, whatever it wasn't, she didn't have just in her head. Oh, I want to own the home. I want to be able to buy the house. She just said, I wanted to live in this house because it's the perfect location. It's by the water. And I would just love it's something about that home that is calling me. And I really want to live in this home. Right. So she would just script about this house and she would visualize and see herself living in this home and she would pass by this house all the time because she just felt so connected and so drawn to this house. Fast forward, I don't remember the time frame, but I know it wasn't that long. Um, she actually, I'm trying to get the story right. Um, I feel like she was looking in the paper or looking online at listings, right? For rentals. And she saw this particular home that she wanted listed. It was not listed for sale, but it was listed. So she immediately recognized the address and she was like, oh my God, this is the house. It is available. Oh my gosh. So she reaches out to the owner and she sets up a time to go and view because she had never even been in the inside of this house. She's only seen the outside. So she set up a time to go tour the home and she was able to speak to the owner. She goes in, she falls in love and she's like, oh my God, it's everything that I imagined it to be. Right. And the owner said that he was looking for someone to come in and stay in the home and basically house it for two years because he was going out of the country. And I can't remember why he was going out of the country, but he was going out of the country and he needed someone that was going to sit, house it, take care of the home. It was all furnished. And all he asked is that you stay in my house. You don't tear my shit up, <laughs> basically. And he says, I'm going to maintain all of the bills, the mortgage, all of the things. You just have to stay here and make sure that my home is in one piece by the time I get back. Isn't that amazing? So she manifested this home in the most divine and perfect way. She was not in a position to buy a house. She wasn't even interested in buying a home, but she knew that she wanted to live in this house one way or another. She wanted to live in this house and she manifested. See the world. See when, when we put out in the universe that we want something, the universe, God, conspires to make sure that we get the very thing that we want, right? The very, like, what are the odds that this young lady passes by this home that she's never been in and she falls in love with this house and she's drawn to this house and she's like, fuck it, I'm going to manifest it. I don't know how, but I'm going to manifest it. And lo and behold, this man gets called to leave the country for whatever reason, I don't remember if it was for work or for if it was for leisure, I'm not sure. But this man gets the urge to leave the country for two years, but he did not want to sell his home. He didn't want to get rid of his home. And he just simply wanted somebody to be there so squatters wouldn't move in. He just needed someone to take care of his home. So she manifested living in this home rent free for two 
years. Isn't that incredible? So there are so many different ways. Listen, when you want to manifest a thing, do not get hung up on exactly how much, how it's going to come. If it's a dollar amount, don't get hung up on exactly the dollar amount, right? You don't want to shortchange yourself, but you also don't want to get hung up on a particular dollar amount when the universe is wanting to give you more. Okay. Don't get hung up on how a thing can come to you. Right. A lot of people might say, Oh, I want a million dollars. Let's not even go that big. Let's say, Oh, I want a hundred thousand dollars, right? $10,000. And they feel like, Oh, I'm going to have to start a business to make this or, Oh, I'm going to have to get a raise to get this money. When there are an infinite number of ways that you can acquire and manifest 10K, 100K, a million. So when you are manifesting a thing, don't keep the manifestation in a box. Don't keep God in a box saying that this thing can only come to me in this one way. I can only get this house by buying the house. Don't put yourself in that box. Don't put God in that box. Okay, as I see a butterfly flying across the window. Okay. I think there are two butterflies out there. I've been seeing butterflies lately. Um, side note, I have a butterfly tattooed on my shoulder and I'm convinced that my mom shows up as butterflies. But anyway, whatever it is that you want to manifest, just know that it can come in so many different ways. It can enter into your life in so many different ways, right? Don't get hung up on manifesting money via a job or a business. Don't get hung up on manifesting the house because you got to buy the house, right? There are so many different ways that you can acquire this home and experience this home. That is the whole point of this episode. Do not put God in a box. Do not put yourself in a box because when you do that, you limit yourself, It's a very limiting way of thinking to say, oh yeah, I can only acquire this house if I buy it. I can only manifest this money if I work for it. No, no. There are many different ways that it could come. You just have to be open to all possibilities as long as everybody remains safe. That's it. That's all. All right. So I hope that you enjoyed this story of Tink Tink. (laughs) I hope that you guys got something out of it per usual. Thank you guys again so much for listening. Make sure that you check out the description for other ways to connect with me as well as my courses, my classes, and the more information on the mentorship program should be down in the description box. Make sure, not the description, in the show notes. Make sure that you guys uh, leave a review if you haven't already. Send me a DM, an email, and let me know how you felt about this episode and what you are able to take from this episode. Share with a friend, share with your family, share it on your story as you are listening. If you guys start to share, just screenshot um, you listening to this episode, just screenshot your, you know, your screen, right? And post it and tag me on Instagram. I'm going to start sharing um, you guys on my Insta story as well as on my TikTok 
And um, if you leave a review with some feedback or send me a DM with feedback or email me, I'm going to start to share that feedback at the beginning of every episode in the future. Okay. So again, I'm your host, Teacher Chanel. Thanks once again for listening. And until next time, go out and manifest some epic shit.